Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is the Dry Spell Cast coming to you live on the University Pulse Station, the live independent radio through Boise State University. Uh, it is November 15th, 2017. This is episode 35 of the Dry Spell Cast. We are getting there. It's caught a ways. Uh, so, welcome. I'm glad everyone listening live, thank you. Everyone listening to the eventual podcast, thank you as well. Um, I'm currently in the studio. I'm Austin, by the way, if I did not say my name. Uh, I'm currently in the studio by myself at the moment. It's kind of becoming a trend, it seems like, but I will have someone joining me, hopefully, in the next 10 or so minutes, so you don't have to listen to me just ramble and ramble and ramble on. But... You're going to have to deal with that for a little bit longer, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. I know I have a lovely voice, but it'll probably get old after a while. Uh, so yes, this is the Dry Spell Cast. We are a video game talk show for anyone listening who's never heard of us. So if that's what you're interested in, please continue to listen. We will talk about games and news that's all involved in games and stuff like that and what else we like to talk about. It becomes pretty random at times on here, but... So it keeps it keeps it fun, keeps it fresh, keeps it entertaining. Uh, so yeah, if you'd like to get a hold of us, there are many ways to do that. You can email us at dryspellradio at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at dryspellradio and facebook.com/dryspellradio. Make it pretty easy for you to find us. Feel free to send us any questions, comments, concerns. Whatever you like, if you want to be part of the conversation, we love it. We love having uh, feedback from you guys. It happens, believe it or not, So, and we enjoy it. We like to see what you guys think. If you disagree with what, how we talk about things or agree, I don't know, please let us know. So, this last weekend, I went to Oklahoma. I've never been to Oklahoma before. I was there visiting my brother. Made a trip out of it with my parents and whatnot. Uh, Oklahoma's a weird, different place compared to Idaho. And I don't know why it was like so different. It really wasn't like a super big change. I mean, I think it's a little bigger than where we're at here in Boise, but I don't know. I don't know if I could ever live there. Sorry to anyone in Oklahoma, but it's cool to visit. I, I don't know if I can do it, but because you drivers are crazy. That's like the one thing I have to bring up. Everyone always says this. Oh, they, they have the this state is the worst driver. This place is the worst driver. I've never seen driving like I did in Oklahoma. Oklahoma City is where I was at. So you guys are crazy down there. Just you do you. I, I will avoid that. Uh, my, my oh, I forget, one of my parents brought up, you want to drive when we're going somewhere? I'm like, no, I do not want to drive. I will just stay in the back seat, clutching the, the grip, make sure we don't get crashed into, because it was a pretty scary, pretty scary event. Uh, so yeah, visiting my brother, haven't seen him since last Christmas, so almost a year now. Uh, so nice seeing him. He actually is getting married in February, so this is the last time I'll actually probably see him before all the wedding shenanigans. Uh, we went down there and you know made made a vacation out of it, kind of like took a little break between school, 
So I had to get everything done, which was fine. I needed to anyways. Uh, left early Friday, got there. Uh, didn't really do too much. I feel like that's what happens on vacations is you, you have all these plans and the plans turn out to be one one food event to the next. That's literally how you plan vacations is around your meals. I'm assuming it's just kind of how it turns into. So kind of what happened. We planned our day around when we would eat food and whatnots. But we did do one exciting thing and we went to the Oklahoma game against TCU. Uh, pretty big deal. You know, four number ranked five versus ranked six in college football. I know I said this is a game talk show, but here I am talking about sports. But that's what I want to talk about. So, and there's no one here to stop me. So yes, went to Norman, Oklahoma, is where the University of Oklahoma is, and that is a beautiful campus. I will have to say, very old. Got a lot of the brick buildings. Super nice. It's quite the uh, difference compared to here, Boise State. I mean, we're not the biggest campus we're, we're I mean I consider us pretty nice but this place was really big and it was, it was a cool place uh the stadium is just incredible it's it's a nice facility I mean this is this is real-time football I mean I'm here at Boise State and I mean our stadium holds maybe up to 40,000 on a good day I don't know if we hit that ever uh this stadium is more than double that size so being this big caliber caliber of a game, uh, the stadium sold out. It was a record ticket sales, record attendance. Glad I was part of it. Um, 88,308 people were in that stadium for this game. In looking around at the town of Norman and stuff, that is just a crazy amount of people. Because Boise is bigger than this town uh, in Oklahoma that held you know almost 90,000 people at one spot insane it was just crazy um yeah game was super good i don't know if anyone really follows college football on here but baker mayfield the quarterback for oklahoma is the leading candidate for the heisman race and i have to say it was really really fun to watch him play like live in person it's just it's a whole nother experience watching someone at that level do what they do and i mean Best of luck to them the rest of the season. I mean, I really do hope they can pull off uh, the college football playoff. I believe they are in a good spot for it. So best of luck to Oklahoma. I'm kind of a fan now. Kind of what happens when you go to a game. And, you know, I'm a little bitter about TCU still for beating us a couple of years ago. So <sighs> moving on from that. So we are in the week before Thanksgiving here, and this will be our last show until after Thanksgiving. We The studio will be closed all of next week, so enjoy it while you can, because we are going to be off for a bit. So I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I think I'm more excited just to be able to sleep. I haven't slept in since September, so it would be really nice to you know, actually like go to bed and be in bed for a bit, not to wake up in a panic like, oh, I forgot to do something or I have to be up at, you know, 6 a.m. to do whatever I need to do. But that's college for you. So, yeah, it is what it is. So I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Have a good time. Uh, it's going to be a little lonely this year, though, unfortunately. My siblings all live across the country. As I said, my brother's in Oklahoma. I have a sister in Seattle who I believe is coming down. 
And then I have a sister in Boston who is not going to be able to make the trip. So we are all over the place. Uh, going to be a little low-key this year, but that's okay. I mean, Thanksgiving usually never turns out to be anything super crazy special, at least in my family. We just, you know, get all together and have dinner. It's not like it's a big event because that's what families do. They get together, have fun, eat a lot of food together. That's what I look forward to. Getting food, leftovers is always my favorite one. Walk away, and then my aunt and grandma or whoever just keeps throwing food in my face, and I'm like, I'll take, I'll take whatever you want to give me. I mean, I'm a college student. I understand. I need, I need all the food I can get. I'm sure everyone else understands that, too. So, yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. Pretty quick. You know, flew down there Friday morning, got in really late Sunday. I guess really early Monday is where it really, really came down to. Um, and yeah, got back into the swing of things, had a test right off the bat Monday morning. Fantastic. But yeah, so unfortunately I haven't had a lot of time to play a lot of games. I did play a little bit of Assassin's Creed Monday after my test because I, I feel like I deserved it. So I'm still really, really digging this game. It's continually surprising me how much I like this game, which I mean, I say that in, but I really shouldn't because I've always enjoyed the Assassin's Creed games, everyone, every one that I've played so far, and I've played all of them up to Unity. So through Black Flag, I didn't play Unity or Syndicate because they've had their issues and I was, you know, I didn't really care at that time. But I'm glad I'm back in it because it was one of my ga favorite game franchises. And this game really does, I think, bring new life to the game. And it's doing really well. So I'm, I'm glad for that. But one part I wanted to talk about, I just did the other day. Um, I really like how they are really embracing the whole Egyptian. Obviously, that's what they're going for. The Egyptian with the Egyptian gods and all that stuff. And their views on more like magic kind of uh stuff like that it's it's a little different than like normal traditional religion i they they have like you know they believe in like curses and i you know i had things to say but i can't remember uh but yeah so there's at one point where you're talking to the seer and you drink this thing he whips up for you and just knocks you down you're you're out out for the count and it essentially brings you into this weird dream state or like in like the in between between death is like where he was at. So he's like you're being Bayek. You're you wake up and you're just like where where am I? And you, things happen. It's pretty cool, pretty cool sequence. And then at one point you fight a giant serpent, which I believe is the the god Anubis is the god of their afterlife, uh, the Duat. So yeah, the entire time you're fighting, he's like, I will not go into the Duat. Blah, blah, blah. It, was, it was pretty cool, pretty cool sequence. You get like a bow of light to fight this giant serpent with, which was super cool. It was a lot of fun. And I really, I mean, I'm really looking forward to hopefully more of that stuff. I know they're kind of really incorporating like the all the gods in a big thing. Cause I know this week was also, they like do like a week long thing for uh it's like trial of the gods is what it was called where you can like complete this thing depend on the god and get like a piece of armor that's related to the thing this week was anubis as well which is funny it kind of worked out unfortunately i didn't get a chance to do that because you need to need to be you need to be need to be level level 40 I'm not quite there yet. I haven't had as much time to play the game lately as I would like to. I'm just 
past level 30, so unfortunately I wasn't able to do that, and I wish I was able to so I could talk about it on air. Oh well, it's, it is what it is. Um, it's a bummer. So, you know what, with that, I'm going to move into our first break. We will be back very, very shortly, so just hold tight. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, this is the Dry Spell Cast. Like I said, I, my computer's frozen, I think, so this is not good. I hope you can hear me still. Um, I'm just going to keep talking. Maybe it'll end up working out in the end. Oh, 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 what's happening? Yay, okay, we're here. Whew, this computer sometimes really concerns me. Uh, so, yeah, I was just talking about some Assassin's Creed, what I've been playing. Uh, what I've also been playing... I mean, I always play it, but Rainbow Six Siege, I, me and a buddy of mine will always end up playing, you know, maybe one or two nights a week and have a good time. I've never not enjoyed my playtime on Rainbow Six. It's a good game. But there's one round in particular that I want to talk about, and I'm so mad. I, like, tried to save the footage, and for some reason it saved 10 seconds. I don't know what happened there, but it was one of those ones where, like, I got messages from both sides of the team after like what I did, and it was it was it was one of those those fun moments. So uh, it was in the bank mission. If anyone's familiar with that, we were in the main floor, like in this, the offices area, and so I was off roaming around like I do, and I ended up going to the top floor because I'm like I knew they're up there breaching. I was like I'm gonna try to get behind them, you know, stop all that. So they breached through all the trap doors and pretty much they just drop in and kill my entire team like literally i i think it was two on three at that point and i was right behind him above the trap door and i'm like told my friend I'm like i have to go in now and like literally as i drop they kill my other teammates so i'm by myself i drop in between two of them they had no idea i landed knife the guy to my left knife the guy to my right just aim up and uh kill the third guy and it was one of those moments where like i just froze after what I did because I was just amazed on how like what happened um so that was super fun and I like got messages from the like both sides of the team like what the heck just happened oh my gosh that was amazing and the, the enemy team's just like wow I can't believe uh you just did that uh so yeah that was that was super fun I had I feel like I had a comment on that I was forgot to bring it up yes uh, last week so I feel like I brought bring it up here uh, I am now joined in the studio. He is, uh, I guess, setting up. I probably in should. Uh, yeah, if you can hear him in the background making sounds. I'm here. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Oh. There you go. Now Mike. I'm here. He turned no. the mic on. It's official. That might help. Uh, so, yeah, I was just talking about uh, what I did this weekend. You know, went to Oklahoma, went to the game there. So You went to Oklahoma, huh? Yes. How did I miss that? I, I don't know. Oh. Social media flaws. I yeah. I mean, I didn't really post too much on it. Right on. But yeah, I was just talking about how like I went to the Oklahoma game against TCU. Um, pretty crazy, you know. Yeah. Eighty-eight thousand people in the stands. That that must have been a, a really cool opportunity, though. 
yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And then, you know, unfortunately, I haven't really played a lot of games because I was gone for the weekend. Right. But I've talked about, you know, a little bit of my Assassin's Creed time. and Heck, yeah. Some more Still enjoying that? Yeah, a lot of fun. Good it's, deal. It's doing well. Um, Good deal. Yeah, so Justin is here in the studio. He, Hello. He has been on the show several times now. Handful of times. I don't even remember how many. No, you're, you're like one of the new regulars, yes. essentially. <laughs> Which I'm sure he'll be on the show many times to come. Oh, yeah. They'll keep having me back. We'll see. I haven't said anything as offensive as Matthew on the air yet, so I haven't been kicked. So that's good. I mean, that guy's lucky he runs the show, right? Him and you. Otherwise, he'd be long gone. Well, I was actually the first one to let the curse break Yeah, I was here on, that on, day, on actually. That was, uh, it happens. Matthew's was just kind of mid-sentence, though. We just, yours was a little more expected at the moment you did it. His was just a little off, off the cuff. Yeah. So, what's up? Oh, can't wait for the semester to be over, I, man. I feel you. <laughs> it's just crazy. Signed up for next semester's classes. It's my last one. Yeah, so you spring. graduate in the spring. Yeah. That, was, that was a weird feeling for me. I'm like, I'm picking classes. I'm like, yeah. this is my last semester. What do you mean I only have four classes left? What is Boise this? At Boise State. And I'm like, this is just a weird feeling. And like the fact that we already have to apply for graduation like now. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. So... Thanks. <laughs> Get I'll, on. Go, I'll go fill that out. Yeah, Another thing to add to the board. I think if you wait too long, they like charge you like double. What's the? Do you know what the date is when it closes? Is uh, it just like you literally it, just put in that you're supposed to be done? Um, Sorry, we're having this discussion on the air right now because maybe some of you are in my camp. Probably yeah. not because I'm an idiot. But so yeah, if you're looking to graduate in the future, it's best to apply early because I I think they don't close it. They just will charge you more money. I see. Because college. Right on, right on. You gonna go to the graduation ceremony? Uh, for the December here? Yeah. Or no, no, for when when you're scheduled to graduate. Oh, when I walk? Yeah, yeah I'm I'm going. Oh, good for you. Unfortunate. I'm probably just gonna run away to the coast of the mountains or something. Okay. Be like, I I got my send my piece of paper in the mail. Nah, we'll see. My wife doesn't like that answer, but it's it's how I feel right now. We'll see. I feel when I get a little closer. I know. Like, I was talking to a friend yesterday who's like booking flights to like out of the country. I'm like, Heck I, yeah. Can I just go and then never come back? Yeah, for real. One way ticket, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel you. It's, it's, it's been a long battle for school. I know me, oh, me and Justin, which dude. is fun. We started, now we're super off topic, but I don't really care. Yeah, who cares? We started, our freshman year was the fall of 2011. Yeah. That was a, it's been a long time. Yes, it and has. we both kind of experienced several, things events that kind of like i mean we both left college at one point and what's funny is he started out music major i started out bio major <laughs> that's right you and, were a bio and major. now we're both criminal justice majors yeah. which like we didn't even talk about that no. like, like we i came back and i believe he came back the same year or like i think it was like what semester, semester after, after you yeah and you're like i'm criminal justice now I'm like so am i <laughs> then now it turns out we're graduating together yeah so it's just I, it's just funny how life works like that yeah because i mean he's been one of my best friends since I mean, honestly, week one of college. Since the so dorm days, dude. Since our, since what our a one crazy of our kids time. lit his dorm room on fire. So, <laughs> man, standing out in front of what is it, Chafee? Standing out front of there, and then we heard what it was. We were all upset because everyone else got to go back in their buildings, and we didn't. Yeah, D suite, uh, you can't be in your building. Yeah, like, every other suite in uh, Driscoll could go in except you guys because you suck. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, so about gaming. So yes. I guess I'll, I'll plug that in here. Um, lately, I've been working on my, uh, if you haven't followed it yet, I've got a YouTube channel. It's called J Plays Every Day. 
It's got a uh, Skyrim symbol on like a shield emblem. If you search it on YouTube, there's a few J plays. So I tried to add in a little bit, but uh, I'm J doing, plays every day. Yep. And I'm doing my Oblivion Let's Play like right now. I've uh, been cranking away on that. Quite a ways into that, probably about mm, halfway, third of the way right now. And uh, it's a good time doing all the guilds, uh, going to do all the DLC, that sort of thing. So if you are nostalgic like me about the early days with Oblivion, uh, check it out. It's I, I think it's going really, really well. And then, you know, if you're interested in other kinds of games, I mean, yeah, I've got some Bethesda stuff. I've got a complete playthrough of Fallout New Vegas now I've got the forest is complete on there. So you have all these backlog, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're um, all in playlists. So if you go to my channel, every, and the ones that are complete, they'll have complete marked by them. Um, I'm really happy with that. I feel like the production value is coming up on those. I mean, I'm no amazing, uh, you know, cinematographer, artist type person, but I, I get the job it, done. It, it gets it's it's like the same with our radio show. Like I'm sure if I go back and listen to like episode one and two. It'd be like painful to listen to, yeah. Compared to like how we are now, because I'm sure I can even tell like back then. Like I remember, I remember the first show we were talking about is right when Horizon Zero Dawn came out. So I'd be sure I was like, be sure to got it, like, because I want to talk about it, right? And I remember I I had all this list of things I want to talk about that I burned through in like five minutes. Then what? Because I was so <laughs> nervous, and I was like, blah, 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 blah. talking point, talking point, talking okay. point. And yeah. then I like I like burned through it so fast, and now I'm just like. I've, I mean, I've gotten so much more comfortable being on radio. I mean, right? it's just funny. I don't know. Yeah, and just even how I edit the videos, yeah, and what used to take me, like, the other series I'm doing, so i got Oblivion going right now, and then I have a side series that's kind of on its own pace. It's actually an Elder Scrolls Online series, but what I'm doing is I'm basically creating, it's more of like a, setting it up more like a TV show almost. Like, it tells a story versus you just watching me run around and do MMO quests. Which there are some good ones in that game, but I'm there, trying there to are. tell the story. I'm trying to show, like, in a few episodes, the whole zone's done. Like, the main zone quest. I'm not trying to show you every side little thing where I go get me ten pairs of boots. Okay. No one wants to watch that. Yeah. Let's be real. And That's one thing I do I did enjoy about Little Schools Online. I did play it for several years. Mm-hmm. I first got it on PC, then moved to console, then just life and time just kind of got away from me mmos are a time-consuming yeah kind of got away from me but one thing that they really did well was those zone quests Mm -hmm. because like every and i it's i appreciate that's how they do it because it's like it's really daunting in a game like that where you like go to a new area and it's just such a big area like how do i right how do i like even start to explore the area but the zone quest does a really good job of just kind of moving you through the area slowly and where you can pick up all the side quests when needed so it doesn't you don't feel like you have to like go everywhere and the stories on them were still pretty, pretty good. You ought to see the DLC zone. I'm sure it's a good. lot more akin to the single player games. A lot of people, the storytelling's not as good. I think with the mechanics given, I can tell you right now, uh, every DLC it's gotten better. I mean, uh, ESO Morrowind I thought was fantastic. And you actually got to what beta test that or I, I was playing the alpha. Alpha. That's I right. was playing before they even had the yes. character models finished. We like have, the Argodians we, didn't even have tails on them. We, I have think. A, we have a big deal over here oh, in man. the Elder Scrolls world. Yeah, if you're an Elder Scrolls online fan, uh hit me up on my YouTube channel, send me a message or something. I've got me and a couple buddies, we're really hardcore into it. So uh oh, really quick. If you don't mind, I'm going to plug something Go in here. It. So I just got a message from a, one of my buddies that I play with, uh, Tanner. Uh, he frequents the show here. You probably recognize that name. He said that uh, Clockwork City, which is the br- newest, newest DLC for Morrow or for uh, ESO, 
Um, Elder Scrolls Online says, Clockwork City has had a constant moving environment above your head. Uh, and that's both literal, I think, and metaphorical, because from what I've heard, now, I haven't played Clockwork City. I haven't had the time recently. But uh, every DLC they put out, I'm just wondering how a group with an MMO uh, keeps pumping out stuff that feels like a single-player game. And to me, you know what it is? It's the big advantage this MMO has over a lot of others, in my opinion, is the engine. They could do things that just, you know, it's just above. Like, it's, I love World of Warcraft, but you got to accept its limitations yeah. or you'll never get I mean, on board. Well, World of Warcraft's, what, 12-year-old game now? Yeah, exactly. Amazing game. For its time, it came and, out I unreal. Mean, still pulling in millions of players. Well, just, now that they just announced the the legacy vanilla yep. servers, that's got me interested in. I really hope that it's like, I hope they either do one sub you can play on both or they I don't I don't see this happening, but it would be really cool if they came up with some sort of deal for people that want to play vanilla. I don't think vanilla is worth 15 a month. Maybe it is. I mean, I'll pay a sub. I'm that kind of guy, but I don't know, maybe maybe 5 or 10 for vanilla or maybe if I pay for a regular 15, you give me vanilla. I don't know. We'll see. I'm interested, but they didn't give a time window on when that's going live either. So Look forward to that. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, it, I mean, the game does look good, and that was, like, a big thing, and, I mean, it played well. I mean, there were its glitches back in the day. Oh, dude. Back in the o Oh, dude, it's still, it's, it's like, funny, because I I know the dungeon's in and out so much that when they patch, I can tell, like, an a, a boss's AI if it gets, like, 1% off, which it sounds like you're like, oh, that sounds boring and predictable. No, 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 you have to understand. Some of these dungeons I've run, it's like running... Any game, it's like Destiny. If you ran the raid 205 times in your career, do you think it would get pretty predictable? Yes. That doesn't mean that people that play it for the first the 20. The raid or the uh, strikes or whatever. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. But that and I started modding up my uh, Fallout 4 a little bit. been playing around with that. Um, and the other thing is I got another Let's Play hopefully coming before the end of the year. I'm working on it with a friend, but... Uh, I guess I'll announce it here first. You heard it here first. Subnautica. I don't know if anyone's looked at that game. It's like kind of like The Forest, but it's all underwater. It's all sci-fi. Interesting. It's huge. That sounds cool, actually. Yeah, and uh, there's a multiplayer mod we're testing right now, and if that goes well, we're going to do... Uh, my friend Mac and I are going to do Subnautica. So uh, if you've never heard of that game, trust me, it is sweet. It's like 25 on Steam. And its production value's up there. It's still being supported. The developers are still behind it. And uh, kind of similar to my experience with The Forest, only I think it even has more. So that's kind of my, my t initial take on it. Obviously very early. But if things keep turning out the way they've been going, uh, I don't see why not. We won't start production on that here soon. That's why I'm trying to bust out on Oblivion. So, Do you guys play through Twitch? As well, or do you just not yet? Or do, you just, do you just record your gameplay and then record post it? and then okay. and then edit and post? That's, yeah. that's okay. I'd be because I know Tanner does go live on Twitch. Well, when we do the Elder Scrolls Elder Online Scrolls, dungeon yeah. recording, I yeah, get, he I will. Get my my little notification, mm -hmm. boop. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should watch it. Uh, so we need to take a break really quickly, and then we will be right back. All right, we are back. Yep. Uh, this is the Dry Spell Cast on the University Pulse Station here. So, before we get into everything, you remember you can reach out to us through email at dryspellradio at gmail.com. Do it. Twitter at dryspellradio. 
and Facebook.com slash Rice Radio. The Facebook's probably what I'm going to be checking most often because I actually don't think I have uh, the password for the Twitter account. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Um, I do have the email, so I'm going to pull that up right now. Good deal. Uh yeah, we are back in the studio talking about video games here. So, and I think it's time to get into some news. Let's do it. Oh Let's my. dive right in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict two words, the key phrase, or actually, I'll just put out a key phrase for today's show. You ready? Let me guess. Loot boxes. I, he fell over. He's having a seizure. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, loot boxes. They're becoming that news. They're just, they're everywhere. A gross. Uh, unfortunately, like we we talked about this, but we actually had a pretty good show last week. That Matt has been so busy, he hasn't been able to get it up. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> hasn't a- able to get it posted to our webpage yet. But I think since we're not gonna have a show next week, we'll get the last week's one like hopefully soon, and this one will be up next week just yeah. to kind of fill the gap. But yeah, we we covered loot boxes pretty pretty fully, and I actually it's a pretty good conversation. If, so I recommend everyone listening to that eventually. But they're back. They're, yeah. they're, they're never going away. The thing is, is not only are they back, they're growing. It's like just a giant cancerous tumor on the side of gaming. And it's starting to, like, be bigger than the brain. You know what I mean? And it's getting really frustrating. Austin and I offline, we were talking a little bit about this. And for me, it's, it's plain and simple. Like, I will do paid DLC. I've never had a problem with that. I think developers that want to support their game post-launch and do all that, absolutely, you have a right. I think it's great. I have no money pitching, or no money. Well, I won't if I keep pitching it to loot boxes. Just kidding. I don't buy those. But, uh, you know, I have no problem continuing to spend money with a developer if they give me what I want, if I feel like I'm getting value. Now, the problem is, is that ultimately loot boxes... I mean, it's it's just getting to the point where developers and publishers are butting heads. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure we're going to go into this more, but in passing, I would say, look at Battle the new Battlefront 2. Could you imagine, I told this to Austin, could you imagine how many copies that game would sell if it sold in a it monetized itself in a fashion similar to the first Battlefront 2 just, with just paid DLC. No loot boxes, no pay to win, none of that. No 80 hours to unlock Darth Vader garbage. Oh, I got all that going oh, on yeah. here. So Oh, they reduced it though. Really? Oh, so, they're listening to us because we made them the most hated Reddit comment ever. So, Great. Yeah. so Battlefront 2 is having an identity crisis right now. Yeah. They uh, for the, all people in Origin Early Access, got ha, have the game. It's been like for the last the last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are giving so much bad feedback to this game right now that EA is scrambling. So they posted a comment on Reddit talking about their game. Could you blah, imagine blah, blah. being the PR guy that EA is like? We need you to dive into the middle of this Reddit post it, and it, it, defend it, this. BS what what comes to mind is that SpongeBob scene exactly. when in his brain <laughs> when they're just burning everything because they're like they don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, so they posted something on Reddit. I should have pulled up the comment or whatever, but it's not really important. Just a big. But hogwash it, about the oh, loot boxes are necessary. Yeah, how how we need the loot boxes are part of this part of the, integral to the game, and like they need to be there. Blah 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 blah. 
it has become the most downvoted comment of all time on Reddit. And not by a little, by a, like a marginal bit. It's, it was, it's an epidemic. And yeah, I, over I mean, half that, a million downvotes. I mean, in Reddit. And that was last time I checked. Yeah, there's been a lot of things on Reddit. And the fact that this is like the number one most downvoted thing yeah. is, it's really telling. Like, oh, definitely. How, how, I don't know, it's just bad. Because how they're doing loot boxes is different than other games. Because their loot boxes will have an impact on gameplay. Oh, definitely. Because it, it, they do provide weapons and power-ups and hero whatever. I don't right. really know what's all in them. And that's just crazy to me. When pay, you, pay to win. That is the definition of pay to especially, win. Especially, like, I understand. I, I don't really understand. But, like, in a single-player game like Shadow of War, where you can get a loot box to get gear to help you in a single player as aspect. long as it's balanced to not force me to buy it yeah exactly like if you want to like and I, like assassin's creed's like the same thing like they have the shortcut menu. right they literally have a thing that says right. time time saver right and yeah, I'm like, they don't even beat around the bush they yeah, just call it what it is i'm like okay but that's uh, all shadow of war loot boxes are by the way time saver but if that's how you want to play like maybe you're you know a, a dad who has a family right. who doesn't have a lot of time to dedicate to this game, so you you spend a little extra money so you can you know skip ahead the stuff that's not super important. Whatever, that's fine. If that works for you, that works for you. The fact when you bring that into a multiplayer game against other people, that's the issue. Right. And, and I have some breaking news. Yes. Sorry. Pull up Reddit right now. EA's doing an AMA, and their comments are getting downvoted so fast that they can't respond to the chat. Good. That's amazing. Yeah, I've got a sorry. Thank thank you for plugging that in, Tanner. Um, he says so far the AMA has only had one official response and it started three hours ago. That's how many downvotes and negative comments they're getting. They can't and even respond. It's just crazy because I mean this was supposed to be a huge like EA's game of the year. It's you have the Star Wars license. Well, you have a, dice yeah, doing the game. And I just you need to put faith in your developer, especially exactly. Dice, who has proved time and time again that they oh, can yeah. make a good they game, can deliver. a good shooter, and you know, it's just they ruin it with this garbage. Well, I think here's the sad part is that public and we're seeing this all across the industry. We're gonna talk about a couple today, I'm sure. But developers are tasked with we need you to build a game. They work their cans off, and you know that these publishers are going, oh, hey, the date's been moved, or oh, hey, uh, but you don't get paid for overtime. Get it done. So imagine you work for DICE, and you bust out this absolutely, and one thing I will never, ever argue with for Battlefront, the new Battlefronts, is how amazing they look, that game, how they play. I think graphically that's one of the best-looking games if, to come out all year, If you want to honestly. talk about graphics as immersion, in my mind, that's it. Like, Destiny and that are in the top tier. And it's very frustrating to watch publishers build an amazing game. It's like, for example, CD Projekt Red and The Witcher, okay? So imagine this. Imagine that CD Projekt Red builds The Witcher 3. We all know it was an incredible game. If you haven't played it, get off your can and do it, okay? Be warned, it is a black hole. Once you get into it, it just swallows 100-something hours of your life. But yep. now imagine if the, a publisher stepped in and said, hey, um... CD Projekt Red, here's the deal. Uh, we need you to put out this game at an earlier date. Okay, we'll push and still get the game out. Oh, but we noticed those monster contracts, so we think those should drop uh, keys for, like, loot boxes. And maybe after you do, like, ten of them, you can open, like, a garbage loot box with a sword in it. That's the kind of stuff that's affecting our games now. And it's 
it's tragic. If it was completely optional, if it's not balanced. And the other thing, too, is Battlefront 2 is a great example of they are balancing the system. People got mad about Shadow of War. Oh, the, the fourth act so long. Oh, you got to buy the loot boxes. Number one, I beat the game. You don't have to buy the loot boxes. If you don't prepare your thing right, you will get smashed in Act 4. But that's the point. The big thing I'm trying to point out here is that that game was not balanced to force loot boxes. Battlefront 2, up till the Reddit backlash, 80 hours to unlock Darth Vader. I, I think that's they, one I think they, And this well, is a they, match-based game, not they, an RPG I where I play for hours. It to 40. I think it was 80 for both okay, of them. Okay, 40 hours but, in Shadow of War, I yeah, could have got a lot I, done. I got that. How many matches is that? 40 hours of a match-based game? That's 80, a, that's the matches, difference. I'd it's, imagine it's, it's a how match long, based depends game. on how long the matches 20, are. 30 and minutes probably what each match yeah. contains. So yes, uh what he's re referring to is uh the characters, the hero characters were to unlock them you had to use credits. I was thinking about Luke and Vader yeah. combined or 80, So sorry. they said like each so you have to use credits to unlock the characters and Luke and Vader were, are the top tier characters which were originally 60,000 credits mm -hmm. which they equated to about 40 hours of gameplay in the game, but and people obviously complain about that because this is that's crazy for a match based people and people defending this are well, going. Well, you guys are upset, but you'll grind for hours. Yeah, in an RPG, yeah, not so, in a match based game. Uh, I know. This I want to do that. This, was, this was the reasoning behind Call it. Of Duty. They well, they force you. It's not. A, I mean, I kind of like how games make you play a campaign because they do put work in it. Right. People just ignore it. Right. But they originally were going to award you twenty thousand credits for beating the campaign. Okay. So there was, you know, there's one third of the way done. So that cuts down, you know, ten or so hours. Okay. In, yeah. Which was fine. I mean, which you probably still invest. You just put it in the story mode, which is fine. It's so, different. So this is the one thing I. I that they, the big backlash was for. So they reduced the hero credit cost by 75% after the feedback. So now Luke and Vader went from 60,000 credits to 15,000. Right. So much more attainable, much better. The I, My one issue is with, is with this is they dropped the campaign credit from reward. From 20 to 5? 20,000 like, to 5,000. Yeah. That, that's like, if I can't have it's, the toys, I mean, it's you still, can't have It's still either. one third of what right. you need. Right. I'm like, why don't you just like, if you complete the campaign, you Pick can one. Un unlock one of these characters. There you go. Because, I mean, not everyone's going to do that campaign. You like, want to be it, light side or dark side for your first unlock. Yeah, there like, you go. No, and, and not everyone's going to play that campaign. So like, it's still going to give you like maybe a little advantage. They should have just, I would rather than put Luke and Vader like, you could buy the other one with credits, but until you beat the campaign and you pick one, I would rather have that system, like, beat the campaign once, you can unlock Luke or Vader, and then the other one you can buy for 20,000 credits after afterwards. Because then it's like, oh, it incentivizes a choice, kind of gives a little carrot for people to play the campaign. And trust me, the campaign in this game is going to be good. I'm calling it right now. I'm sure it'll be fun. I mean, unfortunately... The story just looks cool. It does look cool. It looks good. I'm interested in the story. Unfortunately, it did come out saying it's going to be the typical five to six hour campaign. Right. Which... If it's good storytelling, I can live I'm within cool a with game that, like but this. Can we start moving away from that, please? Yeah. Like, I... Because I feel like... Dice has never been a single player studio. I mean, Battlefield's been okay... Battlefield yeah. 3... Battlefield 4 story was a joke, in my opinion. But it was, better, it was better than 3, I think. See, and... I thought I they were about to say, I don't know. But uh, that definitely hasn't been the point of their games is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's been there to check a box. Honestly, what they need to do is bring back Medal of Honor. Yes. Because those reboots were so good. Everyone, The multiplayer was broken. The single player was awesome. Yeah, it was... Uh, 
best single player. I mean, so I have faith in because I well, I don't think Dice was involved in that. It was fraud. It was uh, Danger Close. So where where what happened to them? I don't know. But, I no, not a clue. But Dice did their multiplayer for the Medal of Honor. So I mean, obviously Dice knows what they're doing with shooters and stuff. But I really hope that we could maybe in the future start you know. Maybe like you know seven to eight hour campaigns. Yeah, and don't have to have all these ridiculous action pack. Just re- like I'll come up and the talk new about Call, that of Duty. Call of Duty. Oh my god, Ugh, it's just a mess. So yes, Battlefront Two is struggling. It's not even out yet, and it's already struggling. And that's, I mean, that's telling. I think gamers are really sick of this whole loot box thing that's just getting shoved down our throats. We're seeing the and same developers do it over and over. Well, they just the act big like, ones, oh, it's the big not ones us. are EA, Activision, like Ubisoft, the big, Ubisoft. Yeah, like it's the big publishers that are doing this. And I think people are finally having enough of it. And this is really telling that EA can't even get like a word out without right. just getting downvoted just yeah. to oblivion. And and it ain't angry fanboys. It's a whole bunch of people. Half a million Reddit votes. Like people can st- sit there and try to defend it all they want. It, the problem is, is that the average gamer now is what used to be considered the casual gamer, the one that'll get their mommy and daddy's credit card and drop tons of money. And like I'm saying, I'm not totally hating on you. Like Austin said, if you are a busy person, you work forty plus hours a week. You've got a family. You only have a few hours. You want to dump five, ten bucks, whatever. What I have a problem with is the kids who get a hold of the freaking credit card and then especially loot box space stuff, then you get into the whole thing about gambling. And that's a whole nother uh problem in and of itself. You know? Mommy, can I use your credit card to gamble three times? Like Yeah, we we talked about that last week about how man. much like our is our loot box is like actually gambling. Because literally, right. you are it, taking a random the same chance. psychology to, to get you to buy them. But like, you are literally taking a random chance to like get pay money to get something. And it's like, how is that legal? I guess is right. the real thing I'm trying to ask here. Uh, so yes, we're a little worked up now. We're gonna take a little break and soothe things over, and we'll be right back talking about you guessed it, more loot boxes. All right, we are back. Uh, we are on our last just few minutes of our first hour here. Actually, went a lot quicker than I expected. I guess what happens when we get all worked up and angry about games. <laughs> yeah, because we're passionate for you guys. We care so you can care. Yeah. Well, we don't want this uh, gaming to be loot box spinner simulator 2041 when our kids are around because I mean, that would just considering be we're in that age where games these days can be such technical masterpieces that can just get ruined by publishers. Yes. It happens all the time now, and I'm sick of it. So we um, actually had a response from Tanner. Yeah, Tanner, again. thank you for bringing in the news. So more breaking news. You guys need to get like a breaking news. There you go. There you go. That's more like it. So he has also updated uh, the statement about, we were just talking about Battlefront. We were talking about how they've reduced the amount of stuff, but they've also reduced the campaign reward uh, down from 20,000 to 5,000 credits. Here's the best part, folks, and this is confirmed. Um, They make it so you only earn so many credits in the single player, so the 5,000 mode, before you get hit with a timer before earning more. 
So well, you, thanks for getting our dump of uh, credits at everyone. Now, now you're going to wait for a couple days so until you, you can you know, get more. Like, you know what I, that reminds me of are the freemium apps. Totally. Where like, you click Mobile on something, gaming. then you got to wait like an hour before yep. you can redo it yep. unless you pay money. And that's exactly what they're doing. Now, ba- people in the early access are reporting that they're estimating it takes about $200. This is if you want to spin... Um, Vader and Luke from loot boxes, okay, which is their big thing. Oh, you could just spend ten bucks and get one. Uh, over two hundred dollars estimate. To, That's to, on average to get Vader or Luke and or both out of a loot box. Think about that. That is disgusting. That's yeah. disgusting. It's half my rent. That just yeah. That just blows me away. And the sad part is, is that especially when you can get guns from loot boxes and stuff. Day one, kid fires up, especially if this thing, when's the release date on this for full release? 17th. Okay, Thanksgiving t- coming up here. Yeah, so can't wait for all the kids. Mommy, Daddy, well, I need the credit card. I want $100 in loot boxes so what I, I no, what, I, what I'm worried about is what's going to happen is, because like for my PlayStation, I'm sure you have it with Steam and who knows. Your credit card's already in there. Right. What's to stop a kid from just clicking it happens all the time. Yeah. You know how many calls they get? That's why it says right in the terms of service. Yeah. Like, you can't get a refund. Also, Tanner's just informed me. Sorry, Austin. One more thing. No, let's go for it. Um, the people, and, and this is a whole nother rant, but th- I just want to call out the shells that are bought off by companies. Uh, what is EA's program where they get a bunch of YouTubers to fly out and play the game early? EA early or EA, uh, they have a term for it. Anyways, uh, Stone Mountain 64 uh, is one of these guys. Yeah. I used to, I love his YOLO on the battlefield stuff. What a shill. I mean, I'm sorry. If you don't agree with it, tough. Uh, I am so sick of these people being bought off. The only guy I've seen that played this game in early access and called it was Jack Frags came out today, and he flat out said, not happening. I've also just learned that these people that were the early uh, people that were pushing the game, they were given a custom version of the game that had no restrictions on unlocks. That's how come. And then, so now half of them are playing the, well, we couldn't report it because we didn't know it existed. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But at this point, you're losing a lot of credit. It's because EA is like, if you don't say anything, here's a nice big paycheck. Yeah. Why would you. you handcuff yourself to the Titanic? That's kind of why. That's why I would just, I mean, I get it. People want money. I like money, right? They, they'll go ahead and they'll take the money um, to be able to do publisher uh, content. And, you know, hey, oh, open $100. And this is the other thing that happens all the time. And if you don't believe me, there's plenty of evidence out there. Hey, we need you to try our new loot box system in our new game. Buy $100 in loot boxes. You'll get a ton of views. And we'll pitch you back the 100 bucks for opening all those loot boxes. That happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't, I'm at like a loss of words for this because we I know we've we've honestly for like the last month this has been like the big topic of conversation and we've talked about it where you know if it's all cosmetic fine spend all the money you want but the right. fact that like Battlefront 2 is breaching that wall where it affects gameplay especially in a multiplayer game that's that's not good. They're counting on all the kids and and kind of semi gamers that are going to go Star Wars and buy the game and then just drop dough on it. That's what they're banking on. Yeah, Does that like, sound like the what used to be the real gamer, the people who really follow the industry, who really want to support companies? And uh, 
Because I was I was planning on getting this when it came out, and me too. now I'm don't. There, there's no way a sale minimum for me. Yeah, like I'm. I think I'm gonna wait on it because and I, that is sad. Because now I've like I have a list of other games that come out in like the last couple of weeks that I'd rather than I right. would rather get. And what's funny is Call of Duty. I believe is actually ahead of my, in my list in Battlefront at the moment. I can believe that, even with all its flaws. I mean, like what I'd rather do honestly is just go rent Battlefront, play the campaign. Probably that's exactly good. right. Probably It'd be good. a great rental. Yeah. Imagine if they would have got their way on current generation console with the no physical disc thing, how how absolutely screwed we would all be. And it's, I mean... <laughs> oh, you want to rent the game, do you? They're they're trying. Uh, yeah, that's just crazy. So, we, you know what? We got a little bit of time. We can squeeze in some Call of Duty, speaking of Call of Duty. Yeah, let's do it. So, Call of Duty World War II came out, and it's doing really well. It sold over $500 million in... In the first weekend. They went back to World War II. That right there sold them a couple boot, million copies. Boot, boots on the ground. I mean, they just like said boots, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. hundred thousand times in this. Boots on the, the ground. Boots on the ground. Yeah. In the in the campaign, though, you drive a Jeep on rails. Oh, God. I watched and that. The train thing. So that, 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 oh. that kills my thing. So obviously, Call of Duty. It's, Michael Bay. It's doing well. It's, it's already sold double of what Infinite Warfare did last year. Right. Which was funny because Infinite Warfare was still the number one game's last year of in sales call of duty is just a goliath in gaming even even when they're bad they're still good what can men do against such reckless hate that's yeah. how i feel when i hear um, things like that yeah it's crazy so it's having really mixed reviews and a lot of the issues are coming from server problems on multiplayer yes. which is not what i would expect from call well, of they duty finally on pc at least on pc i know they're trying to do dedicated they, servers they, this time. i do i have that they have dedicated servers it's actually like a hybrid system that they're doing right so they have like partial dedicated and like still better than pure peer to peer i mean it, it's a mix of both but i think they're you know they finally were smart to like kind of implement it finally and i right. think and actually what's funny the server issues are worse on the consoles than it has been on pc because of that oh. issue. And I, I think they've kind of fixed it for m the most part at this point in time, but it did have its issues. Mm -hmm. um, the campaign is straight up ripped, saving Private Riot it every is, it five is every minutes. every World War II cliched movie scene in there. Yes. They have, obviously, the storming in Normandy, which... From what I've heard, I've talked to a friend who had. She's like, it was like it was cool. It looked good. I mean, like there's people blowing up and like what you would imagine war would be is like. But it really wasn't that exciting. You're literally like run up to the. It like, wasn't like Allied like, assault back yeah, in the like, day. You like run up to a cover, sit there, heal, run to the next thing, sit there, heal up, and then you finally like get into a place where you can like throw grenades and stuff. I'm like, I'm like I watched a little bit of the gameplay. Like it looks super cool. It looks good. Like, Visually you, like, impressive. Like, someone like explosions go off. He looks to left. A guy's legs gone. And he's right. Like, ah, like you know, like literally like you would imagine <laughs> saving Private Ryan. Like when you like watch that opening scene, which is just such a guttural. Just like really they totally. But the pro the only problem I've had because I have been watching some of the campaign. Uh, people post videos and stuff of it. My biggest problem with it is it is literally if you took Band of Brothers and Saving Private Ryan, uh -huh. sat down in a board meeting and said, we're going to rip every good scene from these two shows one to one, change the characters' names, and maybe a line of dialogue. That is the and, game. But unfortunately, they didn't deliver on the character aspect. Because no. what I've heard is you do not care about these characters. No, and especially the guy who's supposed to be kind of the antagonist in your squad. Jo Josh Dumel it, playing. freaking frustrating. He looks like him, so oh, I give him that. No. It's like I, I will Spacey say this game thing. looks incredibly good. Yeah. Like, it's like crazy how much they can track your faces now and like literally put you in the game. And I know Josh Dumel even came out and said there's no... Because I know they've been wanting to make a Call of Duty movie. Which, right. But Josh Dumel said there's no need to make a movie with how realistic these games right. are becoming. And 
it's just crazy. Unfortunately, I still want to play the campaign because I, I still like Call of Duty campaigns. Right. You know, the over the top, over the top action does get a little old and predictable. And I mean, we're we're about to come to a break here, but I would. Uh, I will talk about this here in a second. So we will be back. This will that is, concludes our first hour of the show. Uh, we'll come back talking about more Call of Duty and other good news. So hold on tight. We are back. Uh, this is hour two of the Dry Spell cast. My name is Austin. I'm joined by Justin in the Hello. studio here. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, of course, there's ways to do that. I haven't been checking the email. So, uh, dryspellradio at gmail.com. You can find us there. You can shoot us a tweet on Twitter. Tweet, Twitter? I think that's how you do it. With now yeah. your 280 characters, it's, it's right. you can really get to right, talking. a small novel. It's huge. I mean, the president loves it. So. Huge. Uh, so at Dry Spell Radio on Twitter. I unfortunately don't have the Twitter uh, account. So, so maybe, Facebook and email So today. let's just stick to the Facebook and email. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dry Spell Radio. Join, join our group or page or whatever. Follow, like it. Yeah. So you can keep up to date. We do post questions there every once in a while that we talk about on the show. Unfortunately, we didn't lately. We've been really busy with everything school and work and life and but we're still here so yes feel free to join the conversation we have we do have some people joining in tanner thank you very much for all your wonderful comments you You keep our show alive (laughs) uh so yeah before we took our break here we were talking about call of duty the new call of duty uh is out it's doing it's doing well they're having to fix some issues but what what exactly oh yeah we're talking about the campaign and the one thing that I got from this campaign is obviously they try to do the whole Band of Brothers Saving Private Ryan thing, but with Michael Bay. It was the set pieces, folks, are so ridiculous. They're not even believable. They're not even trying to make them semi believable anymore. There's, oh, that was awesome. And then there's, oh, here comes the slow mo. And the one thing I got to say that they still haven't learned after all these years is I don't like my character to be in disoriented mode. Three well, times a level. Oh, I can't see. Oh. So the one and like back to like the big the big moments Call of Duty always has just are so ridiculous. One that I saw is like you're in this Jeep. Oh it's my after gosh. the Jeep thing, which is like on rails. Like it, there's like jumps and ramps. Yeah, and why like, let the character drive if it's on rails? Yeah. What? And then so like I literally saw people like bouncing off walls and like they like hit the wrong thing and then it just like turns their Jeep and then yeah, right. It was it's it like looks like a PS like PS2 like style. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it looks good, but it like plays like a PS2 game. But yeah, at the end of that sequence, you like pull in front of a train, and of course, it just doesn't crush you instantly. It starts pushing you, and they're like, "Ooh, the the jeep's falling apart." And you're apart. sideways too. Yeah. You're like, ah, like staring at the train. And they're like, "The jeep's falling apart. Jump!" The guy's like, "Ah!" Like tumbles out. And oh my And like gosh. literally, right as you jump, the jeep like, gets you know gets crumbled, and then, then the train does the, the train, train smash into a building. Oh or my something? god! So like you're like in a train yard or something. The train just like flies off the rails like in. 
it's literally I'm not I like I watched this video I've seen this and scene. I started it's, laughing it's, at how ridiculous this it's literally like two to three minutes of just train pieces just flying all then, around you and, and then your the guy's train like, comes back through the smoke and lands right next yeah, to your guy the part I really laughed about like there's like this tower right next to you and you keep like where your guys like <laughs> your guys like rolling over trying to avoid these train giant train pieces trying to like falling on you and he wrote like you see this tower and I like at one point you just stare at it I'm like oh this is gonna happen and then of course without without fail the huge tanker flies to the tower just blows up it's I'm, like off I'm the like, wrong <laughs> direction too like how did the tanker go through the warehouse I, get enough I momentum to relaunch help it like I know it's supposed to be like this big dramatic oh it looks and I just, just start, embarrassing I just start hilarious. laughing and like this is literally like a three minute segment of just explosions of just you're laying on the ground flying around and, and you're like it just it's it's, it's just hilarious. That's what Call of Duty has become, and I mean, I I enjoyed like the the cinematic events that, that happen and like when they need to be there. But like it's World War Two. It's not like a Infinite Warfare. You could smash a satellite into the Earth. That'd be a pretty big deal. A jeep and a train. I still don't understand. Uh, the train goes in one way and then flies out back it, towards it, the player. If, it's a if joke. If you guys have not seen this, like I'm sure you can Google. Like, Google the Call of Duty World War II train scene. You'll laugh for days. It's it's just I I don't know what to do. Like I don't know why they think they need to. Do, you know how they should have done this game is really and it, unfortunately they follow the same formula where you have to just move up. To start the next checkpoint. All you got to do is just rush forward yeah, and set and off un- all the things. Even if the Germans are absolutely whooping you, they will full and retreat. And I totally thought we were getting away from that because Infinite Warfare actually was not like that. Right. And I thought, I'm like, finally, I'm like, finally, that Call of Duty's Different figured it out. Different studio. Like, I mean, yeah. It's Sledgehammer versus uh, Raven. Uh, no, yeah, Raven. No, no, Raven did the remaster. It was it was Infinity Ward. It was Infinity Infinity, Infinity Ward. Ward yeah. yeah, this is Sledgehammer, and they're following the old formula of Call of Duty, where mm-hmm. they just keep spawning enemies until you run forward to checkpoint the next start, which which is really unfortunate. And I mean, and that's why I like Battlefield because they only have like set enemies and like you clear them out, and that's what Call of Duty needs to do. Right. And I agree. Unfortunately, it's just like because I feel like. Call of Duty could do such more, like, in, like how this game should have been. is such, such more intense battles where, like, you actually are, like, worried. You and your teammates are going to die. And, like, they should have an option where, like, if, you're, if you don't help your, excuse me, help your team, they die. It yeah. affects the game. Like, could right. you imagine that? Steel Battalion. Uh, get your hand yeah, off get that. Get your hand um, off that. Yeah, that game did it. You lose your crewmate, they get replaced with a new guy. They yeah. got different personality, different traits. Um, and like, so did, I feel like there would be, and I feel like this game could have done like such like big moments of like such intense battles, and then have that moment of lull where you're all sitting in a barn together, like right. bonding and having like because what you I know, like the movies that they copy, like what I like on Saving Private Ryan when they're all in that barn together and mm-hmm. they're asking, you know, what do you do? And I'm, I'm a teacher, right? And like, it's like it's one of those moments where like it's just it needs to be there and i feel like call of duty is they don't all they do is rise there's no fall there's nothing it's just rise 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 and then after a while you just stare at your screen like i'm i don't care (laughs) i'm surprised hitler doesn't show up in like a ufo and it plays the illuminati theme like that's how ridiculous this game gets that's not a joke like it it gets it's so full of itself it never stops once to go I wonder if we're on the right track. It just goes for it. Yeah. Um, so I think they kind of missed the mark there, especially with the World War II game. and Huge opportunity. Yep. And the next thing that is come on with this game is more loot boxes. So obviously loot boxes are not a new thing to Call of Duty. They've had them, and they have been ones that like will give you guns 
to help you. I mean, it's not like it, it takes a while because you got to get like all the pieces and it's, it's a weird thing. I don't know. I've, I'm only familiar with it because like on the Modern Warfare remaster is when they, they brought them in. That's my only experience with loot boxes because I haven't played many of the new Call of Duties. Right. Honestly, I think the last one I played before Infinite Warfare was Ghosts. Hmm. Which was like the worst panned one, which I, actually which I heard the I campaign was good. The campaign was actually A lot really of people good. just didn't like the multiplayer. The campaign was really good, actually. Last one I played was but, Black Ops 2. But it's all about the multiplayer these days. So, yeah, multiplayer on here. They, Call of Duty does not have an original bone in their body. They are now just stealing ideas from everyone else. They have their headquarters, which is essentially like Destiny's social now, wait, space hang and the on. towers. Isn't there... Uh, who's involved with the development of that game, too? Oh, yeah, Activision. Okay, go So ahead. they have their social space, like the tower, where you can like run around and do stupid stuff. I don't know. Right. Because that's what World War II was. You just ran around. And ran around Normandy Beach. Crates fell out of the sky. Yeah, that's the thing. So this is where you get your loot boxes. And how they do it is just the most absurd way. They literally just fall out of nowhere, just right in front of you. Like, we'll smash people. I don't know if they would kill them, but you let it get a loot box and just shigoom on the ground. And you're like, yeah. where the heck did that right. just come from? It pops open, and everyone can see it. Like, it's like You are rewarded social experience. I don't know how it calculates it, but apparently it goes towards your XP or something, but you get social points or something like that from watching other people open loot boxes. That is disgusting. Incentivize you. Ooh, that, that, oh, that guy, uh, he got a sniper scope. Maybe yeah, and, I should buy and, a loot box. And it gives you. Says a 13-year-old with his mommy's credit card. See, it gives you stuff that, like, attachments and stuff that will affect you. And I know shooters, this has been the thing. Like, Battlefield's one of them. They've had the battle packs. But especially for Battlefield 4, and I think, well, I think on Battlefield 1. Never once did I buy one of those. We got well, so think, many because we were good. Well, <laughs> well no, no joke. We, I mean, we owned. Justin and I, Battlefield 4, I mean, easy put. What's funny is Battlefield 3 was our favorite, but we didn't own the same console on yeah. that one. I remember, so we never played well, together. Well, I remember because freshman year, we both bought it, and you had it on, I think, Xbox. Was 360. It Xbox or you yep. it on, I, I had mean, a 360. You, PC, you had PS3. Though. I had it on PS3. So, like, we would play it literally sitting next to each other. and But while playing, like, obviously, we couldn't right. play it together. But then we end up getting Battlefield 4 with the PS4 launch, and Justin and I played the crap out of that game. I think we logged like 400 hours. Or more. I honestly, yeah. I honestly think it was more. Like, Well, this is a time when there was nothing really out for the PS4, so like, that's all we played. But I never had the need to buy things. Like the, nope. You got awarded the battle packs that gave you attachments, but it was rewarded based off leveling up and playing right. and stuff like that, which I'm. That's that's how it should be. Right. I mean, obviously, it's random, but... You know, that's how it should be. And then Battlefield 1 still did that, too. But I think you can actually buy them. Mm -hmm. But the fact that now the loot boxes aren't rewards, I think you still get, like, I'm sure you get credits after rounds. Because that's how the Modern Warfare remaster. You yeah, got you do. And then you could buy them. But I, I just don't like the thing. But Call of Duty, which actually this is really surprised me, did not launch with micro microtransactions. The new one? Not yet. They're supposed to come out this week. They delayed them till next week. Why? So why? So just, now, just, so now you can spend money. So I don't uh, know if loot boxes. I'm not sure how it works, but now you can spend money to get more loot boxes. It's not out yet, and they delayed it till next week. So maybe I mean I don't know why that happened. Maybe the guy in the studio that's supposed to upload it will die of a heart attack and you drop know, the whole you know hard drive they, down. You know the why drain. I think they did? It's why? the whole battlefront. Issue. They're letting them take all the heat. Yeah, from like, the, we're just going to push oh, we'll it We'll just back. stay out of the spotlight. Considering, you know, they've made over $500 million, I think they're doing okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've already sold their copies. EA hasn't had a chance to pull the trigger on the bulk of their users yet. 
Yeah, so it's who buys just, Origin early access anyway? Who plays on Origin? I know, right? I got one game I play on Origin ever, and it's because I don't have another option. Thanks, EA. But Dragon Age Inquisition. Such a good game. We talked about that last week. About uh, you ought to play it with the DLC. It's wicked. I haven't. I actually. still haven't beat it. I still haven't beat it. Because we were actually talking about that last week of like um, the games we've you know done all nighters for. And that's one of them where I literally, I think it was the first one I did that on. That came out with the PS4 too, didn't it? Uh, it was one of the early, it early was releases. right after because it was a 2014 release. That's it won right. Game of the Year 2014. That's right. And it was one of the, I, I did this in 2015. Literally, it was one of the times I sat there, played it until the sun went down and the sun came back up. I've done right. that, I've done that. I did that to three games that summer. That one, Witcher 3, Witcher and Metal Gear Solid 5. So it's and just, Metal Gear, yeah. Metal, Metal Gear. Uh off topic, whatever. So yes, Call of Duty. It has loot boxes. It's got a lot of them. It's just the way they're implemented is ridiculous. I mean, my grandfather was still alive. Grandpa, what was it like on on uh, Omaha Beach? Well, you know, grandson. After we cleared out the pill boxes, we got the perimeter secure. We started throwing smoke grenades, and boxes were just flying down out of the sky with scopes, and bayonets, and what a joke. I mean, I get it. It's not supposed to be historically accurate. I get it. But, but why? Give me a. But why? Why though? <laughs> why don't you go up to like a supply? Okay, okay, uh, Activision. This is, and I know the answer already, which is we want you to watch it, but and we want it to be flashy, right? But shouldn't you walk up to like the requisition officer in the supply den and be like, "Hey, I want to buy a whole crate of crap." So you know, okay. actually, what they could have done that I would have been okay with is what Ubisoft did with the division. Where you went to merchants who had a rotating right. stock, so even though you spend money to like or spend in-game credits or whatever to get these guns that will can affect you, everyone has the chance to buy them. Right, and that's I think that's that'd be actually more balanced than what that'd yeah. be a smarter idea. Like they have like a week stock, oh, like a rotations of every week, right? Of like different guns or attachments or whatever, and that's that's how they should. Right, if you want to put microtransactions in this game to make where you need to pay money or whatever. If you don't have the time to like, you know, go play and get credits or whatever, that would be a smarter way, like actual marketplace kind of right, style. Instead exactly. of just a random, a random loot drop. There you go. You're listening, to EA. I know you're not, but <laughs> they're too busy getting swamped on Reddit right now. I guess it's Activision, but yeah, EA. I mean, I, I, there's just so many. I feel like better ways to approach this that they're not. They just don't give value. It, it it's just lost its value, they and that like they just like money, yeah, and that's all they care about. The sad part is they'd probably make as much or more if they would just take the chains off of people and stop running off the hardcore gamers that will. I mean, they'll donate hundreds of dollars to a modder. Would you rather get that money, or would you rather just have the thirteen-year-olds? My opinion. All right, we are going to take a break. I think I'm done about talking about loot boxes. I've had my fill for the day. Yeah. And for the I'm month. starting to get that gritty feeling in my teeth. All right, so we'll take a break. We will be right back shortly, so just hold on. All right, we are back. We were talking about more loot boxes. I'm just kidding. We're done with loot boxes. I'm getting a little irritated <laughs> about it. So we're going to talk about stuff because that I want to talk about. Because when Matt's on the show, 
he likes to talk about stuff that he likes to talk about. And unfortunately, Rainbow Six Siege is not one of those topics that he likes to talk about. Right. So I'm running the show today. So I get to talk about Rainbow Six Siege. No, nah, we talked about it. But I this. noticed you still got a PUBG segment. So well, we always have PUBG. Yeah, you guys, that's got to go for well, the Well, there's a big I'm stuff. I literally have it labeled PUBG Hour, but it's not going to take I an know. Hour. Uh, so Rainbow Six Siege, I mean, we do talk about it. I'm just joking. Matt, you're wonderful. Um, he is? I can say that. I'm a guest. So, I just won't get asked back. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. People still play it. I still play it all the time. I would literally talk about it earlier in the show. Yeah. Uh, Operation White Noise is on the way. It's the end of season three. Wow. So, which is crazy. Yeah, I felt like half the season was Operation Hell. Well, that was last season, I think. <laughs> I guess that was technically this season. It was like the bridge between season two and season three. I called it Operation Cancer because it broke more things. Than I know. Things, we we, okay. we curse it all the time. Operation Hell. Yeah, That's like the one thing you yell it. at. Yeah. Uh, so Operation White Noise is on its way. Uh, the big event is getting, being kicked off this weekend with the free-to-play weekend uh, starting from November 16th, so tomorrow, to the 19th. And that is, so that's, I mean, obviously the games will be free to download for you to play, mm-hmm. uh, but for Xbox and PlayStation, you still Good need to... Good time subs- to get on if you're experienced and just destroy noobs. Yeah, exactly. Just destroy the noobs. That's my favorite part. But uh, Rush objective and watch them all just squirm as they sit in there. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh, what's going on? It's not Call of Duty. What is Ash? You just headshot all of them. No joke. Uh, so, yeah, it's the free-to-play weekend. And what's convenient is, especially if you have not played this game and you are a PlayStation owner, PS Plus is also free this weekend. Oh. So you don't have to have a subscription to play online games. It lines up perfectly for you. And That's I believe, cool. And I believe that actually next week there's going to be a sale for Siege. On yeah, PlayStation, that's awesome. it's gonna be like sixty percent off. So they're really they're still pushing this game, and it's actually one of Ubisoft's most. It's still games. got a good player base, despite Operation Health doing its best to ensure that that's not the case. I mean, it's still it's still going going. I'm quick. gonna reinstall it. I've been out for. I stopped playing the beginning of Health. Do you have it on PC? Right, PC. Yeah, I'm so tempted to buy it on there. It's like fifteen bucks it's on Steam. It's so good. I don't care what anybody but says. The I, I, I feel like you still get dumb people in casual, but yeah. dude, it's, it's hard. There's some freakishly good people. I, 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 but I, I'm so weary to do that because I have every character. Didn't they redo the, the matchmaking, though, so that you get paired with people of the same scale? Yeah. So it wouldn't be too it's, bad. They, Back in the day on PC, I used to get against diamonds all the time, and it was frustrating. Yeah, it's they've... they've uh, that's the one thing Operation Health did fix was matchmaking. Other than that, everything else. Those top-tier guys. We only have 1% of the population to play with. I don't know. Make another account. Yeah. Do your, so, your scrub account. Uh, the technical servers for Operation White Noise go live on the 20th, so coming up next week. Uh, but Ubisoft said there's more information that will be revealed during their Pro League Finals on the 19th. Nachanka. Is he getting another buff? How do you buff a god? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that, this actually is following the most latest buffs. We did, I think I did talk about that a little bit. So Operation White Noise, for all you that do not know, is the South Korea-themed expansion. Oh, cool. So it's bringing on three new operators. So it's the second uh, Polish operator that from the canceled Polish expansion that got lost during Operation Health. So Ella is the current one already, and then this is the going to be the attacker. Nice. I so it's a three-person DLC, kind of like when that thing went down. After Health, is there three operators? Two yeah, South so, Koreans and the so Polish? So what happened, the last one that came out was the Chinese, and they added the Polish, the first Polish Ella. operator, Ella, on there. Who's broken. Or was broken. I don't know how she is now. She's, uh, they've, they've mixed, they missed with her a little bit. She's still super good. She's yeah. one of my favorites. Uh, 
so yeah, they canceled the Polish op, uh, expansion during Operation Health because it took, you know, Operation Health will take three months. Six months later, here we are. Right. Uh, so they're still bringing the operators in, which I appreciate. The map, I don't think will ever show up, which I guess sucks. But the Polish map, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we get the new Polish operator and then two new atta uh, attacker and defender that are South Koreans. So the new map is called—I'm probably going to butcher this—Mok Mayok Tower. Hmm. Kind of sounds like when uh, we got the other so uh, Japanese DLC. Yeah, it's a skyscraper that features a bar, office space, vents, a rooftop, and more. All players will get access to the map for free, while your two subscribers will get early access to the operators. Hmm. And. Another thing I read is that this is a vertigo-inducing map. So I really, I really want them to like, really go for this. One. Is it like a? You so want to talk about vertigo-inducing? That's like when I like in Battlefield Four when the skyscrapers started tipping and we were in gunfights. Still, time to go. That yeah, that gave me a little vertigo as you're jumping out the window sideways as the building comes down. And Obviously, the siege is not going to go that crazy. Right. Like, it's it's obviously a smaller confined. They just need to buff fuse. He could nuke the whole building. <laughs> uh, but I what I really hope because obviously they said there's going to be like really like a lot of levels. Right. I really want like rooms that like have like flickering lights that really do like affect with lighting. And, right. Like, stuff like that that really do like make you like 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 give you vertigo or right. something like that or like. You know, at one point you could be in an elevator and it just like drops or something. Like, right. I I I, I love when they add visual messing with players to a game like that because compared to a, a map like the Gen One maps like House, it's not a static environment. There's I, a lot to react to. I still to. love House. Though. Oh, me too. It's a spawn peaking tragedy, but I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, I really because like Siege, I, they've had some bad maps. They've actually pulled some from the rotation. I've seen uh, that. Yacht is gone. Favela is gone. I think favela. The, Shoot through or everything. Not favela, but it's, you know what I mean. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is favela. No. Yeah, it is. The one in Brazil? It's favela. Is it? Yeah, you just shoot through everything. Because that's the Call of Duty map, too. Yeah. Yeah, so they're actually reworking, I believe, both of them. Really? Um, wow. Uh, I know Bartlett, you got pulled from ranked. That map too. was so big. Well, it wasn't meant for multiplayer. It was meant for Right, it was meant for But yeah, it got pulled from like multiplayer, which I'm thankful for because I, I hate that map. Like literally when I'm playing with my friend that co goes up, I'm like, you want to quit? Yep. And we're out. So <laughs> I really hope this is like a different map that like you can't just do the same tactics. Of, right. Like, you know, punching a window and shooting everyone in the spawn. Right. Which is, just drives me crazy. Yeah, me too. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. I think, obviously, I think it's coming up this and like next week. Have they released patch notes for the buffs and and nerfs? Uh, it did. I don't know. Actually, I'm trying to think. No, because I don't think they've really announced much. Okay. I think the 19th is when we're gonna get all that good stuff. So come Jerry. on, give Chonk a, a, a movable LMG. Like he could. He should be on like a. Uh, what are those uh, things at the airport that you ride around a on? Segway. Oh, dude, Segway with this LMG mounted and loaded. He's just Paul, spraying it's everywhere. Paul Blart. <laughs> Paul Blart. Uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, is the, the <laughs> new character for the Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, man. He throws marbles on the ground. He's a four-armor operator. Yeah. <laughs> and in a, in a zero speed. Can't move. He's only on a Segway. <laughs> if you shoot the Segway out, he's stationary. He throws marbles on the ground, and you slip on them and fall down. <laughs> like, oh, my ankle. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Siege is still alive and well. I don't know if you saw like what their plan is, but they want to have like 50 operators. They on want it side. to be comparable to these MOBA games where you get so many characters. Well, they, like, their plan is to have 50 attackers and defenders. I think that's about. cool. And, and then the second one, give me a single player campaign, please. That's the only thing I miss from the Rainbow Six series. Yeah. I, Not saying Siege is a bad game, but it's a one trick pony. 
and but it's, like it they, they did do their trick well. I, I do, oh, I have to yeah? give them credit. It's one of Ubisoft's freak, yeah. best games the last several years for multiplayer. I should say. Yeah, um, definitely. And I mean, I I like it. I it's, I still like. I don't feel like the microtransactions are ridiculous. Well, and it's all cosmetic stuff. Exactly. It's I, the see, elite I, uniform. Honestly, I have no issue with it. You get a random chance of getting alpha packs and stuff. I think like, a lot of developers need to adopt this. Hey, don't divide the player base with map packs. What a genius idea. Yeah, because like, obviously the operators will cost money, for. but everyone gets the maps. Yeah. If, if other Battlefield 1, that's how they killed their player base. Everyone warned them after Siege, you need to do free map packs and let us buy other stuff. And they're like, no, we'll just. And you notice now, if your buddy has premium, he can bring you with him. So yeah. you're telling me one of us still got to buy premium? Yeah, we're out. CEA. Yeah, because that was my issue with Battle. I mean, I haven't played Battlefield. Battlefield One. I played the heck out of it, and then the first DLC yep. came out, and about, everybody jumped off, off board. I was and I did too, because all the servers switched to the new map pack. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. It wouldn't be the dry spell cast if we did not talk about PUBG. Player unknowns battleground. We, you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. A lot. So I have a story about the new animation system. I got to try it out last night. I was not very impressed. That's what I've heard. It's going to be on test server for a while. I'll give you the short version. Jump through first story window, ascend into sky, become <laughs> a god, fall to your death. Ten people left. I was all because I decided to, you know what? This guy's going around. I'm going to bail out the window. They got animations now, right? And Whee! then I got a jetpack and went into <laughs> outer space. This is now Call of Duty. Uh, Stupid. So... Patch 1.0 is now live on the test servers, which finally brings about the vaulting that we've been waiting for forever, and it doesn't work. Well, I heard on the test servers it was a mess, and they were pretty hush-hush uh, about that. They didn't push it back or anything. No, they, and, but don't I've, they still want to have this game out before the new year? The release, I believe, is the 12th for Xbox. Judas. So I, I imagine that's when they're going to go to... Uh, you know, full release. I, I hate to and be that guy. Mark my words, it's going to be a disaster launch. It's going to—I don't think it, it's going to sell incredibly well. Like, oh no, it will sell copies. It's still—I can—I see. But the it's going to sell—it's going to do what Fortnite did, which I mean, it's not a problem. But it's going to sell on consoles as an early access game. And they can't even support the PC servers. How the freak are they going to support the console Microsoft. servers? <laughs> Microsoft money—that's how I they're like doing money. it. But we'll so more new, the news coming out there. Uh, I think yesterday or the day before, or over the weekend, they. Uh, they banned 100,000 people yeah. for cheating, which I think brings a total uh, yeah, to 700,000 people banned yeah. in this game, which is crazy. And that's a huge number. I still see speed hackers every other match, and yeah. it's frustrating. Um, I mean, this game's over 20 million sales now. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, a, tw a, tw a 20th of them almost is have been banned. Yeah. Cool. That's a lot. That's unreal. That's literally, you know, one in five people in a match. Yeah. For somebody almost. that hacks or cheats, by the way, I'll fight you on the side of the street. What a joke! So that that's happening. I mean, at least they're you know actually doing something about it and right. slowly trying to get it taken care of. Uh, so hopefully, because we played last night, and I think I was playing against a hacker because I literally shot him three times with the over under shotgun. Half the time Didn't in that him. game, the hit reg is just garbage, though. And they can blame the servers all they want, but I, I, I have video clips. I was literally this close. Yeah, I have video someone. clips of multiple headshot, no helmet. Then they turn and pop me once. Oh, because they're probably well, latency, or latency. Maybe I don't know what it is. But when you can fire six rounds and the dude turns and goes bam one time in the head, oh, so that's why I have a hard time playing it. With patch 1.0, obviously with the vaulting and stuff, it actually is bringing quite a few changes to. Uh, I think I have stuff here. Excuse me. 
new animations and also update a complete overhaul of the game's ballistic mechanics. Yes. So the thing the thing I read is the big thing they're dealing with is damage drop off, uh, bullet drops. They said it's going to be very similar to what Battlefield. You is. can now zoom with the scopes yeah. with the eight and the fifteen. Time. Yeah. So they said it actually is going to be very similar to what Battlefield is with mm-hmm. bullet drop and stuff. So I think they said after like three hundred meters, the damage drop off, especially for like the big caliber rifles, is when it will start dropping off. Right. So it should reward people that can calculate ballistics. I've always been a firm believer. If you're going to put long range guns, long range scopes in your games, don't make them shoot like laser beams. Put some ballistics on them, please. Laser beams. Right. Laser sights. Lasers. Uh, but what's funny is they also announced patch 1.1 at the same time. as patch. It's not out yet. But right. that one is the two things they really talked about is updated vehicle sounds. Yes. And new physics to the oh, game. Oh, gosh. I just think about the window jump. Whee! That's probably why they're bringing on the physics. I hope so. Here. I think so, they have to. You'd think that would come with vaulting, but we're talking about Blue Hole here. I mean... For as big as a game as this is, like, it <laughs> shouldn't have this many issues. But whatever. It is With what all it the is. money they have, like, hire some freaking people. I know you're an indie studio, but, like, give me a break. Cut it you, out. You want to okay. play with the AAA guys, put some AAA effort Yeah, you want to play the big boys, you got to, you know. But I'm sure, I think the Microsoft launch will help that. Because I sure they will so. get that Microsoft money. And, I mean, it's kind of looking like it's going to be on PlayStation eventually, too. So yeah, I hope it comes to all consoles. That would be a joke if it doesn't. Yeah. Um, Let's so come yeah. from a PC guy, so. What? Oh, crazy. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to take a little break here in just a second. And then we'll finish up with the last little bit of news. we got just about a half an hour left in our show. So we... Um, I'm just going to wait for the clock to run out. I was going to click the thing, but at this point, it doesn't matter. So we'll be back uh, in just a moment. So hold on. We are back here. In, ah! Yep, there's Justin over there. Uh, we were talking about game news and stuff. So I have a story that is very relevant to everything going on right now. All right. But uh, I don't know if you heard about this over the weekend. Laser sights. The IGN editorial staff walked out. Somebody some, because somebody gave a 9 out of 10 again or what? Sexual harassment. Oh, they, it's it's everywhere. They got they're plagued by it. I, I have the the thing here. So, essentially, an editor sexually harassed two women at the company, and they brought it up to HR or wherever, and they did nothing about it. Oh, geez. and this was a while ago. I mean, as most of these things that like, they've come out like right. after. That's the trend right now is to bring that all yeah in the open. I mean, it sucks, and just I. I didn't realize like this is such an issue. I mean, this is not a, like this is not the world I'm in. Obviously, like Hollywood and like big companies, right. it's happening all, all the time. And oh, it's yeah. just crazy to think about that. And like, how pervy are people these days? People like, don't really... treat each other with respect when they when they it, think they can get away with everything. It makes me sad. And like, obviously, sad. like 
it's a good thing that all these like are being brought up, but like I feel like it's becoming like the new witch hunt. I hate to say that because I know it's like a really I, I know because I feel topic. like the bulk of them are legitimate, but you always are going to have the me too's and not in the good way. Not the if it happened to you, please by all means. By all means, and like get now, the help. And put like it now, out. There. Now is the time to obviously. It's very yes. prominent in the news. Now is the time, to like, bring it up. But I mean, it's just crazy. So, yeah, the whole editorial staff walked out because they didn't deal with this thing. I, they're back in work now. It was like a whole weekend thing. I feel like I just had to throw it in there because it's very relevant yeah. to what has been going on in the Sad. world. Sad. And I mean, God, it's just affecting so many things. It's now it, literally every day you hear new news about sexual harassment allegations mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's just, it sucks that like this is the world we live in, but I mean, I'm glad like these are finally getting exposed and getting these people out of here. Yeah. And because it's, I mean, it's affecting a ton of people. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, when wielded to the correct purpose, it's a great thing. It's just, like you said, there's always going to be some collateral damage. And I'm not trying to say that to deter anyone from doing it. What I'm saying is that people will use it as an excuse to, to take down people they don't like. Yeah. To make, to manufacture. I mean, because what's, because what's to stop you to say, like, say this person, like, maybe it did, like, harass you, but they really didn't. Right. Kind of thing. So, I mean, we got to be really weary. Obviously, like, the Weinstein thing obviously turned out to be a, a, like a real big right. deal because like obviously that was it was it was actually known in Hollywood that he was like this for oh yeah for years people joked about it all the time yeah and obviously the Kevin Spacey thing was quite the shock but that turned out to be true but you know the best way to get away from that is just say you're gay and then all of a sudden like the news is on you that you being gay and not yeah but the sad part is he's still doing it, he's just doing it to males <laughs> that's the best stuff yeah I mean I, I I feel bad. I know I know it's it's sad that he could play that card and get some media to but drop I mean him, I feel but. bad for that because like you know it's just. It sucks. It sucks for everyone involved. People, people really does. do weird things sometimes. I, when I, they get I guess I just don't understand it. Being maybe just that's how the industry is. I mean, I'm I know that's how the industry's like always kind of been. Well, if you're the gatekeeper to something, if you're the director, if you're the this, if you're the that, you could if you really felt you, have you had a little power. bit of a god complex. Yeah. Well, you could do some messed up things. Does that mean that people shouldn't have power? No. It's You're, just crazy. People are always gonna you know some people just. They, that's how they deal with it, and that's unfortunate, and it's wrong. It is wrong. It's wrong, but you're never going to be able to get rid of it, so you just do what you can. So, hope. I mean, hopefully, I mean, stuff's being done. Hopefully, it yep. all, you know, we'll, Keep see, that a, standard we'll see a high. shift in Hollywood and mm-hmm. gaming. Because, I mean, it's been affecting the gaming world, oh, yeah. too. Like, what uh, was it 4chan, I think, that we brought up? Mm-hmm. Did Coley, totally went down. I think it was 4chan. No, it, was, uh, it wasn't it was 4chan. It was, uh, no. oh, my gosh, what is the website now? We told we talked about a couple weeks ago how it just uh, totally went down overnight. And, yeah, just dead. What, what so, Neo Gaff? That's what it is. Neo Gaff. Neo Gaff. Completely down, and I don't know. So, it sucks. I just feel like I had to throw that in there. I right. actually originally did not put this on here last night when I was doing my outline. Then Matt's like, "Did you hear about the IGN thing?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "Well, you don't have to talk about it." I'm like, "Eh." Oh, no, it's that's relevant. Might as well talk about it because it is relevant. Uh, but that's all the depressing news we have this week. Yeah. So we're as gonna it move starts on. Starts raining outside. Oh, I wish it starts snowing soon, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, more happy news. The SNES Classic is back in stock oh. this week at Walmart for the next three days, starting today, Get one tomorrow, can. Friday. So the retailer Walmart has announced that the mini console will be in stock this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Units will be available starting at 11 a.m. Pacific time. They limiting Each purchase. day, which means you have three chances. Yes, it's one, one per person. Good. I think they have a limited amount per day. 
Sweet. So it's not like they're going to sell all, all of them on Wednesday, then you show up on Thursday and Friday and bleh, not there. Cool. So if you want to get one, uh, this is this your chance. Unfortunately, you're probably going to have to get there pretty early, yeah. I imagine. Maybe here in Boise, maybe not as early as like other places where it is in such a high demand. So Walmart is your best bet. That is what, I guess, noon for us here in Boise mm-hmm. Mountain Time. So, you know. Best of luck to you. Sometimes Walmart messes up, though. They can go one way or the other. I've been in there where they set up the display early, and they go, sure, you can take one of those. And then I've been other times where they're, oh, we're going to set that up tomorrow, Mike. Or, it comes well, out today. They, they were the ones that actually had the pre-orders and they canceled all of them. Right, they and that's to happened them. to me at Boise Walmarts, by the way. So that's not exclusive to, oh, that never happens around here. Yes, it has. It's happened so, to me twice. Uh, speaking of retailers, we talked about this last week. Uh, GameStop Power Pass is their new renting service where you would pay 60 bucks for a six-month period and uh, rent as many games as you'd like to play. And at the end of the period, you'd take one home to keep. Oh. Great idea. Yeah. Already suspended it. <laughs> they announced it last week and suspended it already. I'm like, oh, I'm like GameStop, you finally have like a great idea to really push. Wait, people will like us? Get that out of our store. Yeah, like, no joke. I know they're trying to stay relevant because, like, the digital media is taking over. I know they're actually... I can give you 10 cents. I know know GameStop is doing their own, like, uh, digital store now that is linked through whatever account. That's all they're going to be. But they do make a majority of their money off rentals in... I think this is a good idea because, like, for me and you, like, so many games come out a year that we cannot buy. Right. And if you pay 60 bucks and play as many as you'd want and then keep the one your favorite at the end yes. of the six-month period, great idea. Be so, a huge win. Yeah, that's sad. Also, uh, I, got a, I got an instant message from uh, Tanner. He's making fun of the, the SNES Classic a little bit. He says, SNES Classic or you can get a Raspberry Pi with... Retro PI and play all the games. $35 plus $12 for controllers versus $80. Don't say that. It'll shut us down. What, Nintendo? Nintendo commandos are flooding in the windows. Uh, Yoshi's upon us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Actually, Uh, that'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't even be upset about that. They fly in on Yoshis wearing Mario outfits. Well, after the new XCOM style game, though, they're packing some heat. Got some cannons and <laughs> some rabbits are flying everywhere, and I don't know what's going on. Exactly. Everyone's just confused. What's just, happening? They're just screaming. Mario's got a gun. <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> uh, yeah. GameStop, I don't know what you're doing. Nothing good. I mean, they're losing so much money, which is crazy. I mean, I, I'm not surprised because the digital market is just taken over. Like, imagine if the captain of the Titanic would have had a chance to turn and actually do something about it. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. That will match what pop. That will actually raise how happy people are. Let's not do that. Go right into the iceberg. That's one of those moments. Iceberg ahead. What a great idea! And they already shut it down. Literally, I think they announced it like last week. How would you announce it and then shut it right back down? What is? What's the problem? I don't know. I wonder if publishers. Once again, I'm putting wait, on my tinfoil hat here. Do you think that they go? Well, we know that people are going to buy this other game because of microtransactions. So XYZ. I, maybe, maybe they did have like a lash, like a backlash on the publisher or something. But it's used games. It's not brand new games. It's their li- it's their library of used games. So I don't know how publisher could still say maybe they're not going to buy get them a buy rate or. See, cut or I don't something. know how recent. If you do this, we're going to readjust become, your cut. Like I don't know how recent their their window is from like right. new to used games. Like where where's the cutoff? Is like a year, two years? Right. I don't know. I think it's like, and me personally, is like a good way to catch up on the games you missed in the last like year or so. But I don't know. It's just, yeah, it is what it is. People just okay. Because I, I, I feel like you, where else do you rent games? Hastings is gone, so you can't rent games I know. From there anymore. What which, a travesty! Uh, 
I mean, Gamefly still exists, but it's like 15 bucks a month. Right. Yeah. You know what game came into my mind this morning? Hmm. And I really legitimately miss it, and it's so random. Did you ever play Dino Crisis on the PS1? It was just like I Resident say yes. Evil. I want to say I, yes. It was made by Capcom. It was identical, but it was all dinosaurs and like sci-fi and guns and stuff. Folks, you want to see a cool game, a cool old retro style Resident Evil type game, but with dinosaurs? Go look up Dino Crisis 2. Yeah, the I actually most think I did awesome game in, of my I, childhood. I feel like I have played Dino Crisis. I don't know if I ever owned them, but I, I know I've played them. I can't give that game enough. Dino Crisis 2 is one of the best games I ever played in my whole life, and it just came back to me. I played that on the PS1. I don't even know how old I was that young, 90s. and I still remember it. 90s. Jeez. Late 90s. Well, I think PS1 came out, what, 95? It was like 94? late 90s, early, like right at 2000, right I, that Yeah, time. PS2 was what, 2001, mm-hmm. 2000, 2001? Gosh, got him old. Sorry, I just got up this morning and I looked outside. I was living in Portland at the time as a kid, so it always rained, so really gray. And I looked out there and of all the memories to come in my mind, I'm like, Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis. Yeah, that's Great good. game. Uh, last kind of bit of news here that I saw got announced this week that I'm actually pretty excited about. So Hulu has done a really good job at like picking up game stuff. Obviously, we talked about the esports league, right. the esports shows that they're bringing on, like four of them. I don't know when they're coming out, but obviously they're following esports and stuff. But uh, Hulu uh, has a Hitman TV series in the works. What? Which after seeing the movie, I'm not interested. Actually, I, thought, I think it has I bigger thought, potential. With I the thought TV the same thing. Until they said it's from the creator of John Wick. Oh. And now I'm like, you know what? I can get behind that because I can see how they're going to do, do it similar to how the game is. Epis- totally. Episodic because like, the new Hitman game is episodic. See, and I'm have, okay like, with that then. And like every episode, maybe like they'll have like stuff like that will be like a different contract gun or something. Play in that's gonna could be you? Sweet. I mean, I think it'd be a really well done show, especially like with the John Wick style. Of, oh yeah. Like combat and fighting, and I mean, if you haven't seen John Wick, I mean, whew. They're still haven't seen the second one. I I actually haven't seen the first one. Oh. I've only seen the second one. It's they're fun movies, and I, so I'm really looking forward to this. And honestly, I think TV shows like Netflix, I know, is doing it with The Witcher coming out soon. Oh, they man. did the Castlevania, but Hulu is doing this. I think a TV series is the best way to get a like adaptation from video right. games into like uh, digital media or not digital media, but like you know television. Except with all the TV series because now we got Lord of the Rings. Coming to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Shut up and take my money. I think the issue with the issue with like putting them into movies is because there's so much in these games. Could you imagine trying to to put the Cimmerillion in movies? It would be 50 movies long. Yeah. They have to like cut it down to like you know two and a half three hours and that's. And there's so many characters. And that's why and that's why video game movies like flounder. Obviously like. Oh totally. Warcraft. Assassin's Creed. Doom. (laughs) Oh, uh, I mean, the only Don't like really started with the Doom movie. Mortal Kombat was the best. <laughs> uh, Ow, that hurt me. <laughs> I know, because uh, just the video game adaptations to movies have not been very successful. No. I know the Tomb Raiders were successful, and the new one actually is coming out. Looks, you know, the only be- one that ever showed promise to me was the Halo one by Peter Jackson. Well, the forward unto dawn. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, they actually had the no that they one did, that never they, happened, and then right. they did that forward unto right. dawn thing, which was which cool. Was so good. It was freaking cool. And that, that I, I like Warcraft, released. but it, it was uh, 
it was different. Then Assassin's Creed was just not, Oh, man. Missed, it, I wanted that movie to be it good. It missed the mark. Even Michael Fassbender's like, you, I could have made it, made it better. And then Even the lead like, actor's uh, like, I could have done Can we get a Skyrim movie? And I'm just like, no! I mean, if you want to do Elder Scrolls, you got to do it like an episodic thing, like oh, a TV yeah. series. I, I think a TV series of Elder Scrolls would be interesting. I don't think it needs to be done, to be honest. Like, Elder Scrolls is... It's good. Especially it's with the MMO right now, you can you can go around a lot of places. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Hitman TV series coming out, and this is in the wake of you know this is uh, they just released their Game of the Year edition for Hitman, right? Which is all the episodes, which I I think is supposed to. I, I don't think they've released it yet. I think it's coming out early next year. I think they just announced it. I see. So. Pick it up. I've, Matt loves that game. I'd be interested in playing it. I like that style of sneaking and, you know, assassination contracts and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so we are actually going to take our last break of the program, and then we will be back to discuss one last thing that's coming up at the end of the year. And then, so we'll be back. All right, we are back for our last just several minutes of the show here. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Uh, you can still get a hold of us if you'd like for the last 10 minutes um, through all the stuff we've been Spam us. Talking just just about. hit us with everything you got. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, uh, 2007 Game Awards got uh, all of its nominees announced for stuff. Yeah. And. What's funny is, like, I know they've been trying to do Game Awards for several years now, and then this actual Game Awards started, what, two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. And was the best one of all time, like, the best Game Award thing. So I, f- I feel like I want to talk about all the nominees of, you know, you know, the best games and stuff of the year. So we'll start with Game of the Year Award nominees. So they have five of them on here. Yes. Horizon Zero Dawn by Guerrilla Games. Mm. No surprise there. Yep. Game was amazing. Unfortunately, I have not yet played the Frozen Wilds. Me. Oh, so Frozen Wilds. It's the DLC, and I heard it's really good. I haven't even played uh, Zero Dawn, but I've heard amazing things. It's It was one of those games where, like, I mean, I was familiar with the concept of kind of the open world exploration stuff, but the story got me. And, like, yeah, I heard like, the new, it's a great new IP. There was one, there's just that one moment in the story where I was just like, oh my God, what? Like, it literally, like, just caught me off guard, like, and then, like, it's relevant to the title Zero Horizon Zero Dawn, but I was just like, oh my God. And then the ending of this game, like, gives you, like, one of those, like, Gut punch kind of in the feels like right. oh man like uh, that's good. Um, next game Persona Five. Not shocked about that one either. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been in Persona like into the Persona games. I have I have a couple it's friends got who, a really who are niche fan base it and does. it is cool. Though. Yeah, I mean Atlas did a good job with this game. I've all, I've only ever heard good things from it. Um, the next one Super Mario Odyssey. Not surprised with that either. Considering but with how new that game literally came out like two weeks ago. I mean, it's the best Mario game to come out in yeah. probably since Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. No surprise there. We called that beginning of the year when that came out in March. And the last one, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Okay. Th- that's in the running for game of the year. A lot of people are playing it. I'll, I'll call it the best game I've played all year. It's just the most popular. It's just crazy that, you know, a game that's in early access can get nominated for game of the year. But you know what? I guess it counts. Yeah. Uh, okay, next category is best game direction. Horizon Zero Dawn, again. 
good choice. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Yeah. Have, good. Yeah. They got the Chris Redfield DLC Still, out for I that, think or is came, it coming soon? I think it's out, if not coming really soon. That was a great revival of the franchise. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Zelda again, Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild, and then Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Oh. So that's that's fun. I mean, I haven't played... I've only played one of these games. I mean, I played a little bit of Resident Evil, and I played a little bit of Mario, but like barely any Mario. So Horizon Eye is a very good game direction. So That's um, awesome. This is a good category. Best narrative. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn again, yeah. which is good. I mean, the character of Aloy was one of the best characters. I mean, she's probably one of my favorite characters th- to be introduced this year. Uh, Nier Automata, which is probably going to win, I bet, because that game was crazy. And, like Stuff going on in there. Right. Maybe we'll see. Uh, what, what remains of Edith Fitch? Finch? Fitch? Finch? That's what it is. Uh, I haven't played it. Matt played it. He loved that game. It's one of those, you know, walking style simulators. Where you Matt's can game right Matt's there. game. Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Awesome. Uh, and here's what I really want to win. Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice. Yes. That game, for me, was one of the best I've played all year. Just because how it's all it was all the narrative too because that's right I everything mean, I've read about that is like narrative alone should win an award. It was so so good. Um, best art direction here, Cuphead. If that doesn't win, oh, it, it, I, then I'll lose faith in the yeah. So we got yeah. Cuphead in there. Destiny two looks good. Horizon Zero Dawn look good. Like they look good, but Cuphead's the only one that did something unique. Yeah, hand drawn and stuff. Let's all be that stuff. It's gonna win. Persona It'll five win. and you know Breath of the Wild, of course. Musical score, Cuphead, probably going to win yep. again. Um, Destiny 2, Nier Automata, Persona 5, Mario, Breath of the Wild, pretty much all the safe stuff. Best audio design, and I think this one I know who's going to win. So Destiny 2, Resident Evil 7 again, Mario, Breath of the Wild. Man, Mario and Breath of the Wild. Man, been, they're placing I think consistent. they're in every category pretty much. Breath of the Wild has been almost. Uh, but the last one for audio design is Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice. Mm. That game... Would not have been as good as it is without how they did the audio. Because I've talked about it a little bit. Is she's they kind of hint that she's schizophrenic or something right. like that. And you like it even says you believe it because of what you're hearing. Well, even in the game, it's like you need to play. Like it even recommends like play this game with a headset. Like you need a headset, right? Because it literally you have the headset on and you literally hear her voices inside her head talking to you. And it's just like you're doing your things and like there's like two voices or whatever. It's like she's gonna die. She's not gonna do it. Oh, she's gonna die. And like that's wow. the entire game. And it's it does a great job of really like. Like it, it. I don't. I. It's like I. You have to play this game. It's on Steam and PS4. If you have not played it, it is one of the best games I played all year. Hmm. Um, best performance. Uh, Ashley Birch as Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. No surprise. Probably. I don't know. Pretty good. I mean, there's some good ca- people in this category. Brian Bloom as B.J. Blazkowicz in Wolfenstein 2. Uh, we got Claudia Black and Laura Bailey from Lost. Uncharted Lost Legacy is Chloe and Fraser, Chloe and Nadine, respectively, and then uh, Melina Jurgens as Senua from Hellblade. So oh, there you go. I'm not going to read every category. I'm just going to move on. Uh, best ongoing game, Destiny 2. We'll see. Grand Theft Auto Online, I'm amazed that's still in there. Right. Considering that came out in 2013. Right. Uh, Overwatch, probably going to win that one. Maybe, maybe PUBG is in there. Rainbow yeah. Six Siege and Warframe. Okay. So. Games that just keep people keep playing. Best yep. independent game. I'm really interested in this category. Cuphead's in there. Hellblade's in there. Uh, what means that Edith Fitch is in there. I heard Pyre's kind of good. And The Ooh. Night in the Woods. So, God, there's a lot of good games come out this year. I got to give a shout out to, uh, I don't know if this was, a, uh, was it the same conference that did Streamer of the Year? 
Did they announce that at this conference or was that a different one? Uh, I think it was at this conference. Scroll down. See if there's I just want to say a shout-out to Dr. Disrespect for winning Streamer of the Year. The two-time, folks. Two-time, back-to-back. All right? The black on black on slate black with the red bow tie. Looking so dang fine. He And, and his speech, by the way, in all seriousness, was, was really, really uh, inspiring. He was very emotional, and it was really cool to see the doc um, be like that. So seriously, I know you either love him or hate him, but guy in uh, when he's not in character, he's actually like a really super nice guy. amazing, great guy. Played college basketball, very big athlete and stuff, and uh, you know six foot eight, you know six foot eight, thirty seven inch vertical. This is so funny. That just says it all right there. So yeah, most of these games are on the list are pretty similar. Best best action game, you know. Cuphead, Destiny 2, Neo, Prey, Wolfenstein 2, what I expect, action-adventure game, Assassin's Creed Origins, Horizon, Super Mario, Breath of the Wild, and Uncharted. Um, yeah, I mean, I can keep going and going. There's quite a few categories here, but what are what was your guys' favorite game of the year? I mean, what have you played that's probably your favorite? My I know, favorite? I know we were going to do this probably in December of, like, our top, top so, 10 or whatever. So far, best game I played this year? Like new game, I should say. New game came had to come out this year. Yes, to be qualified for like game of the year or something. Shadow of War. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Serious. Not saying that I think that that's the best one overall. Out of the ones I've played this year that are new titles, that's been the best one. But to be fair, I've been doing a lot of indie game stuff, mm-hmm. which they're great, but it's hard for me to say. I don't know. I enjoy early access games, but so many of them have been in early access for three, four years. Yeah. Uh, I know we, we will talk about this later, but I mean, and I, my top three at least are, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. Hellblade, and I honestly would put Assassin's Creed in there now. Yeah, already. No, it sounds like Origins is a good game. It's very. It's got good its game. quirks, but it sounds like overall it's a big improvement from the rest of the series. Yeah. When there's like floating people, it's like, oh, right, and just floating eyeballs as a character, just nonsense. Uh, you know what? I think that about does it for us this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, of course, you can always get in contact to us with us throughout the week. If you have any questions you'd like us to talk about on the air, please feel free to give them to us so we can talk about it. We love talking about stuff on the air and not loot boxes. Right. So, stuff like that. Uh, games coming out this week. Pretty big week, especially for the N- Nintendo Switch. So, Rhyme comes out or came out yesterday for the Switch, which is a pretty good indie game from what I've heard. Uh, Bioshock, the 10th anniversary, came out yesterday for PS4 and Xbox, which concludes all three Bioshocks. So if you've not picked that up, I recommend it. Like, if you haven't yeah. played any Bioshocks, whew, what a game series. That's where I'm at. It's, I, you I like need it. to. You really I know like I would it. love them. Uh, L.A. Noir came out, the Ooh. remaster for PS4, Xbox, and the Switch yesterday. Sweet. And Rocket League came out for the Switch yesterday. Classic. Told you, this is a big big week for the Switch. Uh, Injustice 2 comes came out yesterday for PC. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna Superman be- represent? I'll yeah. probably pick it up. It's it's a good game. Uh, Skyrim comes out this. <laughs> Skyrim. I know we had to go episode talk about Skyrim. There's uh, a new cool live action trailer for that release. By the way, you should it really? check it out. It's awesome. Oh, I didn't see that. It yep. was for the VR one, right? Yep. Uh, so that comes out for the Switch on the 17th, which is this Friday, and Skyrim VR comes out this Friday for PS4, and then the big one is Battlefront 2 also this Friday for mm-hmm. PS4, Xbox, and All 10 PC. people, they're still going to buy that. <laughs> so, big week in gaming, especially if you are a Switch owner. Big deal for you. So Happy Thanksgiving early, folks. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Have a good time with your friends, family. 
if, we, you don't, if you don't have access to those things because you're on a college campus, hit it up in the online gaming community. We're all friendly here. Heck yeah. So we will see you guys in two weeks because we are off next week. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, please like all of our stuff on social media. We love it. So you can keep in contact with us. See what we're doing. We actually do more than just the radio show, believe it or not. We, yeah. do, we stream games and do other stuff. So follow us on there and like all of our good stuff. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you.